Says, but the ungodly are not so. But they are not so. Accepting the kingdom of God is not only a call to come to church and go. It's not only a call to come some of the times and go out. It means that everything about your life is going to be under control. Hallelujah. Look, anyone who decides to travel to the other country and as you have decided, decided to travel to the other country, there are blessings and benefits enjoyed by the citizens of that country. And while you have gotten there, you have decided to live by the doctrines and the, the principles of your former country. You are never ever legible to partake of the blessings and the benefits of the country you are visiting. Go to America and tell yourself that in Ghana when we drink water, we throw the shattered on the floor. And see where you find yourself the next time. Go to France and tell yourself that in my country, wherever we see boots, we go there to have open defecation and see yourself where you find yourself in the law. But blessings are accumulated for those people who are able to say that this is why I'm finding myself. These are the principles of the terrain that I found myself. If I live by them, you are supposed to be a partaker of the blessings of those, that terrain. That is why I'm saying that as a believer, that must even come to a point that your basis of living should not be only prayer. Your basis of living on defense should not be that you pray, should not be that you fasted, should not be that you have done something, but it should be that you have accepted the rule of God over your life. Because when you have accepted the rule of God over your life, definitely and automatically you do these things by, by, by ease. So the Bible will say that blessed is the man accepting the kingdom of God. Accepting the kingdom of the, his kingship or the kingship of God. Look, we are never ready. We have only come to him. Jesus has come. Jesus has come. It's like, it's like the woman who came to Jesus and said that, Behold, my daughter is sick at home. Can you heal him? Can you heal her? And Jesus actually said that it is not worth it to take the bread that belongs to the children and give it on to dogs. Give it on to dogs. It is not worth it. What is Jesus saying? It is not worth it. The children have accepted the rule of their father over their life. So if there is any blessing, they should be the children that should be enjoying it first. Are you getting it? And if there is a leftover, that is why you can look for somebody to give it to. You know, I cried for the church and I pity the church at times. How hypocritical and very, I don't know how the word to use. How hypocritical and I don't know the adjective or the verb to use or the adverb to use. So where that we have been? We are like hermaphrodites. On this summer, they go and see how some Christians enjoy salad. As though they were born Christians. No, I ask a question only. It is only the untrue Muslim who will join Christians to celebrate Christmas. I'm telling you. 
And it is so therefore also, it is the untrue Christians who join Muslims to celebrate Salah. Some will go to the point of dressing like them. Then you see those of us who couldn't speak out, some will learn how to speak out by first. Me, I say, if you're a Muslim, you cook for me on a Salah day. In front of you, I'll throw it away to my dogs. I won't, I won't try it. Accepting the kingship of God or the kingdom of God. Look, I'm telling you that uh, accepting the kingdom of God is not only a means of becoming part of it and has still have the guidance of the old, the former things. No. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doeth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree that is planted by the rivers of waters. He bringeth forth his fruit in his season. In his season. Look, if you want to be able to bring forth your fruit in your season, the thing that you have to do is to accept the rulership of the, 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 the river that you are, you are around. Hallelujah. Shall be like a tree that is planted by the rivers of water. Look, look at that thing there. It's like this is a tree, and this is a river, and the tree is here. And as this tree is close to this river, this tree is saying, No, there is a mountain there. I want a supply from the mountain and not a supply of authority from the river. You read that even as you are standing close to the river. I don't know if you are getting the picture after I'm talking about. You are standing here, and this is the river, this is the source of life. And this river is saying that let me have a control over you. Let me give you water as at when you need it. Let me give you nutrients as at when you need it. Let me decide for you. Let me obey my counsel. Take my ordinances upon you. And live by them like Jesus Christ is saying in Matthew 11 28 that come unto me, all you who live by and are having it, I'll give you rest. Take upon you my yoke. Take upon you my authority. Take upon you my rulership. And you are saying, no, I want to be here, but I want another king to have authority over me. I want to be here. What we don't know is that we are with Jesus. And because we are not serious, there is another king that is having authority over us. There is another king that is having authority over us. There is another king having authority over us. And anytime you have come to Jesus and you can be able to differentiate for yourself that it's like I'm not serious in this thing. It's like I'm somewhere I can just come in my Christian beliefs and start to know that Jesus is not your Lord. He's only your Savior. And that is a challenge of all of us. That Jesus Christ at a point doesn't become our Lord but he's supposed to be Lord and Savior. Not just Lord, not just Savior. We accepted him as a savior because we know that when we accept him as a savior, his word has promised that to everyone that calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. When he calls upon me, he will save you. When you do this, he will save you. So, Lord, I have come, save me. But you are not ready. You are not ready. You are not ready to live off. Take, take him off. Put him on me. Jesus, was it possible? Put on the whole armor of God. Look, I'm tired of this Christianity whereby it will be like we can still be hungry and still see the blessings of God. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired. I'm tired of it. 
I'm tired of that thing. I'm tired of it. The church is not ready to say anything to us. I'm tired. I'm tired of that gospel that they have presented to me. I'm tired of hearing the same things. And when I come to church, I see people who are living like the God they have come to. The God they have come to accept. The God they say they are seeking after. He's not Lord. He's not Lord. I'm tired. I'm tired of that thing. I'm tired of that. I'm just tired of it. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired of that. I want to see the church of God. Uh, we want to see the church of God taken to that place where by we are not zombie. We are not blockheaded. We are not fools. We are very wise and intelligent. We may be the best of the scientists. We may be the best in our communities. But what guides our lives is Jesus. Oh, can I be your Lord? Can I be your Lord? The Lord is saying. Can I be your King? The Lord is saying. Can I be your Lord? Can I be your Lord? Or you only want my blessings? Can I be your Lord? Can I be the Lord over your life? Oh, can I be the Lord over your life? If the Lord asks you that question, can I be the Lord over your life? Hey, look. Go for a living. Yeah, man, go for a living. Go for a living, and I'll quote the scripture. Go for a living, and as you go for the living, the living is for you. But the person whose principles the living is by is the former beloved, or is his former boyfriend, is the worldly boyfriend he, she has been with before. Look, it is going to be constant. There is no amount of blessings, gifts, like promises, and a nice thing to do that will be so nice to be able to change the girl's life. The only thing that will be able to change the girl's life is the rules, the ordinance, the messages that come from the former world. So it's like she's with you, but she's with you only to enjoy the blessings. She's not with you to go with you. You cannot achieve anything through anyone who is never ready to live by the principles you are giving him or her. Hallelujah. Amen. Bible says that don't you know that anyone you have given yourselves to obey his father, anyone you have given yourself to obey, that is the person who you belong to. The only way you can know whether you belong to God or not. Is having given yourself to obey him. I want to share with you. I want to share with you some few things that means that the, the benefit of accepting the kingdom of God. I wish, I wish the grace of God to take this message far and I'll reach it. Hallelujah. The first thing that becomes as a benefit. Of accepting the kingdom of God. Allah did a sada. As one, you receive the lanterns to become his son. 
you receive the permission, the authority, the license to become a son of God. You receive the license of sonship. When you have been able to accept the kingdom of God or the kingship of God over your life, you receive the license to become the son of God. The book of, first, the book of John chapter 1, verse 10 to 12. He says that, he was in the world, but the world knew him not. He came unto his own, but his own accepted him not. But as many as accepted him, to them he gave power to become the sons of God. As many as accepted him, to them he gave power to become the sons of God. You know what? In our normal life, there comes at times in some people's life that those who are not their biological parent have accepted them or called them their children. Hallelujah. Do you know the basic reason why? And some of the times, they even denounce their own biological children and give the place of sonship and daughter the place of sonship, so to speak, eh? to foreigners or strangers. Why? Because those people have been able to accept their rulership so it's like you give your relationship, you have accepted somebody's relationship over your life, and the person is able to control your life. The person is seeing that my ideas are going to be fulfilled through you. And I was telling you the other time that if somebody somebody can have influence over you, the person must automatically entitle you to his or her blessings. Are you getting me right? So this thing of Christianity. These things of we say that we have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. We cannot see the benefits. Look, I want to tell people on the hard truth that look, if you want to see the benefits of Christianity, accept the rulership of God over your life. Yo, bro, when you have been able to do a little bit of being a little bit of a Christian scientist or being a little bit apologetic. To be able to put your eye down, also to speak, and then do a feasibility study of how people are living as acclaimed Christians, eh? You'll be surprised what is going on. I'm not talking about people aborting, I'm not talking about people misbehaving, hmm? but I'm talking about people who are not ready to have the look. How can I tell you you're a Christian, eh? And there is no value for your life. It's like there is no rule that guides your life. Which kind of Christian are you? There is nothing that guides you. There is nothing that guides you. Number two. You dwell in his secret place. There is another benefit. Of a certain the kingship of God or the kingdom of God. That is the rulership of God over you. You dwell in the secret place of the Most High. Dwell in the secret place of the Most High or the secret place of, of God. <coughs> Psalm 91 says, He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide by the shadows of the Almighty. Or you abide by the shadows of the Almighty. 
One day, Paul was preaching. And he came to the church. And he asked them a question. He asked them a question. He asked them a simple question. You see, they had a discussion among themselves as apostles. He said, It's like they are accepted as certain Christ, but not according to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. They have accepted a certain Christ which is not according to the gospel of Jesus. Hmm. Psalm 91. Psalm 91. Jesus, Jesus, how I love him. I've proved him known and all. Jesus, precious Jesus, he has all grace to trust him. I say, he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High, that secret place of the Most High is his ownership, is his authority, is his kingship over you. And the benefit there is that you are backed by the shadows of the Almighty. So you can only look, look, look. Look, what, what, like, let's assume that. Have you seen? It's like, it's like you are walking to, and the other person that is walking with you, you are taller than the person. How we get it right? And the, because, because of the relationship, hmm, because of how you are able to have influence over the person, eh, when the person is abiding at your secret place, hmm, it's like that person is able to come to your secrecy. That person is able to come under your rulership, your control, your directions. Your shadows are your blessings. Hmm? Your shadow that covers him. It's like your shadow prevents the sun from consuming the person. It's like you are standing and the person doesn't need to make every, any effort of himself. He's coming to just hide himself there. And your rulership over him is what is going to give him that shadow. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. And if only we look at this. Wow, the thousands are here. Let's, for instance, let's, for instance, let's just take this our boy, Richard. As we are saying, come to church. Come with us. Come with us. Look. If he would be able, let me human, let me humanize that. He would be able to abide by this principle thing. Hmm? It's like there is a certain blessing on this ministry that not until he's able to submit himself, he'll never be able to experience the blessings of the ministry. For instance, when you go to Action Chapel, hmm? uh, let me say uh, Winners Chapel, Nigeria, there is a certain grace. There is a certain grace of things that changes things. And if only that is what men do. Hmm? That when you know a man of God, that this man of God is loaded, has had encounters together, has got an ordinance with God. And God does miracles through him. God has a place for him. Do you know what they do? They don't do anything, no. 
They only going to say, Papa, I want to be your spiritual son. Order me about. And before you realize, do you know what is happening? That grace, that is what some of the time your spiritual father can tell you that I'm taking my grace from you. Hmm? Well, I, I'm not into that. That grace that is upon him, that causes things to work for him, that makes him to become very the way they are supposed to be. That grace you are going to be experiencing before you realize you are there. Hmm? Oh, and it's like things are different in your life. It's because there's been a certain covering over you. Oh, he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High. Look, it means if you are not ready to dwell in the secret place of the Lord, you can never abide by his shadows. I asked the question last week. If we should be in a house, you have a niece, you have a child, who is not ready to conduct to your principles, is a person worth receiving your blessings? It's never possible. It's never possible. It's, it is just never possible. It is just never possible. But if the person is ready to say, Daddy, According to that word. Jesus Christ, Paul, Peter told Jesus, I'm told on that. And I thought nothing. But he are instructing me to go and lay down the net again. At that word, I'll lay it down. And he laid down the net. The Bible said that he, he caught a drought. You can only catch a drought. You can only catch a drought when you have accepted what he has said. What he has said. When you have accepted his rulership. Can I be your good? <clears throat> Number three. Time. Let me let me let me be snappy. Number three. He gives you all that you have need of. He gives you all that you have need of. Matthew 6, 33. He gives you all that you have need of. Matthew 6, 33. He gives you all that you have need of. He gives you all the need. He gives you, he gives you, or he makes provisions for you of all that you have need of. Matthew 6, 33. And Bible said, But seek ye first the kingdom of God. Did he say when you come to God, seek his blessings first? No. Seek to prophesy first? No. Seek to do the work of God first? No. The only means of enjoying the blessings of God is say that seek you first the kingdom of God. Bible is not on the word of God yet. It's not talking about you seeking that I want to be part of the church. It is not the same being part of the church. The church is not the same as accepting the kingdom of God. It's talking about the kingship of God. It's talking about the rulership of God. It's talking about the authority of God over the believer. It's talking about where God is the one that is controlling your life. He said, I'm seeking first the kingdom of God and its righteousness. 
And all other things shall be added unto you. Seek it first. Seek it first. Seek it first. Seek it first. Lord, where is your ordinance? Lord, what is your way? Lord, what is your will? Lord, what is your order? Lord, what do you have us to do? Lord, what is it? But not so today. The believer has come to know so much, even better than the Lord himself. That he can even to take to God, and this is how it is supposed to be. This is how it is supposed to be, Lord. Can't you see? Can't you see that this thing is supposed to be this way? We want to even tell the Lord how our lives should be ordered. The Lord has no more authority over us, and we call ourselves Christians. So the Lord is asking, can I be your God? Can I be your Lord? We read last week when David said that for some people God is not their Lord. This God is not their Lord. There is another Lord over them but he's only their God. Hey! A disaster. They are the people who get into heaven and Jesus will tell them, I don't know you. I don't know you. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and eat righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Somebody? I don't know how to create that desire in you that you can just, you can just be in awe. Somebody said, Lord, I said for you and I long to be in your presence. My soul will wait on you. Father, draw me nearer. Draw me nearer to the beauty of your holiness. I will wait on you. Almighty God, in the beauty of your holiness, I will worship you. Almighty God, in the beauty of your holiness. <laughs> ah. Well, we are going somewhere. If you want to make him part here, seek for the higher authority. And Jesus is the higher authority. If you want to make him part, seek for the higher authority. And Jesus is the higher authority. And you will make him part. Let's look at the next thing. You experience his will for your life. You experience his will for your life. Matthew chapter 6. This, let's read the says, It says, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Hallelujah. What precedes the glory of God is the kingship of God. Hallelujah. Let oh God, the Lord, the Lord is just taking me to Genesis chapter 1. 
What precedes the glory of God is the kingship of God. In Genesis 1, Bible says that God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form. And Bible said God came and said, Let there be. And there was. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll preach one of these days to you on the subject. Speak that word. Says, Let there be. And there was. Let there be. The earth had to obey the ordinance of God for the glory of God to be able to come on earth. Hallelujah. Yes. There wasn't light until the authority of God moved over the face of the earth. What precedes the will of God hmm, for your life is the authority of God over your life. And if you are not ready to accept the will of God, the authority of God over your life, you will not be able to experience His glory over your life. You will never be able to experience the glory of God over your life. Look, the will of God for you and I is that we walk in glory. Is that we walk in beauty. But are you ready to accept His rulership? Is a question. Let's look at the next thing. Let's, we have some 20 minutes to close. Let's look at the next thing. You rest from your own effort. You rest from your own effort or effort. You rest from your own effort. You rest from your own effort. You rest from your own effort. Matthew 11, 28. Matthew 11, 28. The Bible says that Come unto me, all you who labor and are heavily laden, and I will give you rest. Take upon you, take my yoke upon you, <laughs> and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest for your souls. My yoke is easy, and my bed is light. It's as simple as that. Are you looking for rest? He says that he's saying that I have rest. I'm offering rest for free. I'm offering rest for free. I'm offering it for free. It's free. No charge for it. It's free. There is no charge I'm taking for it. But take upon you my yoke. And I will give you rest. Say as the Lord. Take upon you my yoke and I will give you rest. A lot of us. Do you know? Do you know something? Do you know something? The problem of the church eh, is not that we are ignorant anymore of the things of God, but it is is that we are seeking for the promises of God hmm, without readiness to accept the rulership of God. That is a problem of the church. The problem of the church is that we are seeking for the promises and the blessings of God. But we are not seeking for the rulership of God. Look at this scripture. Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 to 30. 
Compare it to the book of Psalm 91. Compare the two. And you realize it. Scripture is clear. That the only place you can abide by the shadows of the Almighty. Look, it's like the sun, there's a sun that is watching. And you need a certain shade to be able to have some sort of amount of comfort for your life. And the shade can only be found by abiding, just leaning on him. But he said, I won't lean on you. But here still, I want you to shoot. Look at Matthew 28. Matthew 11, 28. Take upon you my yoke. Some of the times, we rather think that the yoke of God is grievous. Hmm? And we ignore it, seeking other yokes to guide our life. But we are rather grievous. Hmm? The yoke of God is to guide us on the principles through the process for reaching our promises. And if we ignore the yoke of God, it means that we will never be able to pay the price to lay hold of our promise. Things must change. Things must change. My, my endless cry to God is that there will be a church that has so much accepted him that when we stand and lift our voice to sing songs like we stand in awe of you Lord, I thirst for you. There is nothing going to be seen by the glory of God. Hey. Look at when we talk about one man that experienced the glory of God to the fullest is Moses. Hallelujah. One man that experienced the glory of God to the fullest is Moses. Or was Moses? No wonder when Jesus Christ came onto earth, when he went onto the mountain of transfiguration. The people who came to him to empower him, so to speak, were Moses and Elijah. Why? Because the man accepted the total influence of God over him. He accepted the total influence of God over him. If God says he sleeps, he sleeps. If God says he should go, he goes. He look, he goes to the point that in life. That he decided to remain still. I'm not saying that we should be so obese. He said, Lord, if you not go with me, I'm not going. Can you say that? Can you say that? Can we say that today? Lord, if you won't go with me, we're not going. Can we say it? Hey. Can we say it? Can we ask him for signs? Today, when it comes to the Christian brother, the basis for his for, for, for him to be able to propose to a woman is that he has money. The basis for him to, to propose to a woman is that he has car. He has this. However, I heard somebody two days ago talking about somebody said the person has his own house, has his own car, and the lady said he will not marry her. He said, What I thought is wrong with you? He said, Hey, really? So it means that if your sister and God is saying that go and marry that brother without car, without house. You say because he's living in a rented apartment. No problem. The devil also gives husband. 
He will give you the man with car and house. And the, the, wages, the, the wages will come. You pay the price for it. Let me tell you, bro. In this life, eh, there is two things, some two things I've learned. Whatever which you are not ready to take today, you will take it in the future. Or whatever price you are not ready to pay today, you will pay it tomorrow. So if you have cut, a, if you've made a quick U-turn hmm, in life to success, instead of driving the long journey to come, you will definitely have to pay the price one day. And that is life. That is life. Let's look at the next thing. You have continuous fellowship with the Lord. You have continuous fellowship with the Lord. Am I speaking to somebody? You have continuous fellowship with the Lord. Of continuous fellowship with the Lord. Or you have continuous fellowship with the Lord. Matthew eleven twenty eight to thirty. Matthew six. Matthew 6. Matthew 6. Matthew 5. Matthew 5, 32 to 46. Let's look at the next thing. By level we have to close. Let's look at the next thing. The next thing is that fruitfulness. You have fruitfulness for your life. You become fruitful in everything you do. Luke 11, Luke 19, 12 to 28. You, have, you know that story. You know that story. Where the boy have to see that. I was afraid. They were, they were giving ordinances. They were given a rule by the master that go and trade with this. Go and trade with it. Till I come. Till I come. And he said, no, 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 I won't trade with it. I won't accept this rule of yours over my life. I'm going to hide this somewhere. and have my peace. And he went to hide it. And at the end of the day, it is that he was not truthful. He was fruitless in his life. You know, I just want us to lift our voice and pray briefly while we share the rest of the points. Asking the Lord, have your authority over us. Have your authority over our lives. Have your authority over this church. Have your authority over our lives. Over my personal life, have your authority. Lift your voice and talk to him. Have your authority, Lord. Have your authority. Have your authority. Have your authority. Have your rulership. Have your rulership over me. Have your authority over me. Have your authority over me, O Lord. Libada, Sada Libaladaba, Makobala, Delegadesa, Lidos, Mazata, Ligade, Lirada Deva, Lidos, Sadaba. Have your authority, have your authority, have your authority. Asking the Lord, I'm surrendering to you, I'm surrendering to you. I want your yoke upon my life. Let me take all your yoke upon my life. Give me the grace to take your yoke upon my life. Yes, Lord. Grace, the grace, the grace, the grace you take it. It's not easy. The grace you take it. It's not easy. The grace you take it up. 
Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Oh, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you. The next thing, let's look at the next thing. Faithfulness. 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 If you are ready to accept his rulership over your life, you become faithful in life. You become faithful. You know what? You can never claim to be faithful to God if he's not the one who orders you. Hallelujah. You can never claim to be faithful to God if he's not the one who orders you. Oh. How would you know your son, your child is faithful to you while you are not giving a person any ordinance? One day, Jesus Christ told a parable or a story that there was a man that had two sons. That he called the first one and told him that, go, I'm sending you to a certain city. I'm sending you to do something for him. That one said he won't go. He called the second one and said, go, I'm sending you. He said, I will go. And later they didn't went. So Jesus Christ asked the question, which of these boys were faithful? The Pharisees and the Sadducees said that the second one. Some of you said that none of them. He said, for true, none of them. Because none of them at for, for the first time obey the father's rule, their father's rule. Everybody had his own objective, but later decided to come into the line. He said, no. The only way you can be faithful to the one you have claimed as a father or you is to rule for the person's ordinances and follow them. Follow them. Continue with them. That is the Lord. God has given us a certain ordinance. He's always given us word. If you live by them, he will tell us, thou good and faithful servant, you have been faithful in little things. Go and take care of thousand cities. Say, go and plant, go and train with these five gifts I'm giving you. You said I was afraid, so I am going to hide it. The one who went to hide it, it was not told him that you are faithful, but the one who went to trade with it, who obeyed the commandment that was given to him, he was recommended to be faithful. Why is your faithfulness if God is not having any rule over you? By what ordinances are you living by to God? Hallelujah. By what ordinances are you living by to God? And if there are certain ordinances of his that are tying your life, then you can tell yourself that I'm faithful. You can tell yourself that I'm faithful. So I want you to begin to ask yourself the question. How faithful am I to God? How faithful am I to God? How faithful am I to God? You can only be faithful to God if He's the one who orders your life. He tells you something to do. He said, do it. He tells you something. He said, do it. Do it. You do it. That's faithful. Ah. Look. You can't do your own things eh? and come to tell him that I've finished and he will applaud you for it. I can only be happy with my servant hmm, for what he has done according as I ordered him. Hallelujah. Yes. One day, 
But then I was sleeping with my when I was living at my grandma's place. I was living with my I, I I used to have we used to have a family cooking. So when my uncle and the wives are not in the house, I would decide to go to the kitchen and then cook something for us to eat. So one day they were not in, and it's like when you go to the kitchen, the, the staple food that we eat in the house is always for the one that is in the kitchen, which has to do the local dish of bamboo. So I always prepare bamboo. So one day I prepared the bamboo. And in the absence of soup and any other thing, I decided to just put up pepper and then wait for them to have come. So that maybe I would have eaten my, I had my soda, when they come, they could have found something to eat. When they came, my uncle's wife decided to cook rice. Do you know the reason why? When she was asked, why? Somebody prepared bamboo. Why didn't you eat the bamboo? You want to cook right? Say, ah, the person didn't ask us what to eat. The person has gone to prepare bamboo. Maybe he prepared it for himself. So this is what you want to eat. So she did not say thank you. But whenever somebody tells you to do something, and you have done exactly what the person has said, eh? when the person comes, the person is able to say thank you. You only receive thanks for the things you are supposed to have done or it's a request of you to do. You don't receive thanks for what you have taken upon yourself which is against the will of your master. You don't receive thanks for it. You don't receive thanks for it. Hallelujah. You don't receive thanks for it. Let's learn it as a principle. And as we are growing, hmm? as we are growing, you realize that there will come a time in your life that even though what the two of your children have done look good, you will be able to congratulate one and be very happy with one because the person has done what you decide, what you have asked a person to do. Let's assume that you gave birth to two kids, two boys, and they are all going to school, and you ask them to study, and you told one become an architect, the other one become a medical doctor, then the other one decides to become a musician. He can become the best musician in the world, get all the money. But that is not what you ask him to do. Irrespective of the blessings he blesses you, you'll never be happy. Your soul will never be happy. But the one who has become a medical doctor, even if the person doesn't bring you gifts every month, you'll be able to say thank you because you've made me proud. You have obeyed my word. That alone gives you joy. Obedience, eh? It brings joy. It brings joy to the Father. Obedience brings joy to the Father. I, I, I hope you are learning something. You don't have need. Last but two. You don't have need. You don't have need to defend yourself. In other words, when, 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 when you are in the sacred place of the Most High, you don't, when, when it is like you are, you, are, you are by the authority and the rulership of God, you don't have to defend yourself in any case. Hmm. You know, Americans, Russians, Europeans, Westerners are all in the, on the continent of Africa. Let me use Ghana to be precise. Oftentimes, when they are leaving their country, they go for permits from their government that I want to travel to Africa. I'm going to, be to this country to be precise. Then they tell them, when you go, live by what you have learned here. Live by the rules. They live by the rules of their countries, even now they live by the rules of Ghana. 
That is where when an American gets missing in Ghana, they'll send all the experts to come and look for the person. Yes. That is where, why when an European should come to another country and get tortured by that people of the citizens of that country, it becomes a national issue, an international affair. And the other country can be charged for murder. It's not the individual who killed you. It is the whole country that is going to charge for murder for that particular person. Woe betides you if the person that is on that land, maybe it's a secret agent, and you touch the person, you are at war with the country. Hallelujah. You see how Iran is trying to take on America. And today they are publishing this, publishing that. They have even said that they have put a ransom on the person who gets Donald Trump's head for them. Do you know the reason why? The man they killed, their general they killed, he acted within the remits of the law. So when he had been executed by the Trump's government, they have to defend his death because he acted on the premise of the law. The law. And even if at a point he went out, they would have done it to, to just cover up the shame. But anyone who has taken the law into his own and they will leave him to the defense of the others. Hallelujah. Yeah. Bro, we've got to learn something. Are you with me? You've got to learn, we've got to learn something for our lives. Christianity, you know what? It is like we are forcing ourselves to be accepted by God. We are forcing ourselves to be accepted by God, thinking that our sacrifices will make him happy. But it's not our sacrifices that will make him happy, but our obedience. And you can never be obedient to him when you have not acted, you are not having his flash upon you. I'll be teaching on obedience very soon. Maybe next month is going to be our next amount of obedience. You can never be, 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 be pleasing for you to say that, thank you. Look at Saul. Hmm? The kingdom of God was taken over him just because the man decided to do what he likes, not what God had ordered him to do. And he wanted God to be pleased by that. Who are you? Who are you? And he wanted God to be pleased by that. We are struggling. We are struggling in life. We are forcing God. God, I've brought my sacrifices home. Accept it. He's saying that I'm not looking for your sacrifices. But I'm asking you just to do what I'm asking you to do. And you will not need to bring a sacrifice. David said, For sacrifices and burnt offerings that will not have regard of. But the sacrifice or, or the price of a broken heart and a contrite spirit. Anyone that is broken and of a contrite spirit is the one that has been able to come to the place. That is his Lord. Not my will. Not die. Not die. Not my wife. And that's how he said to the to the he said, he said, he said to the church, he's in the church in Sadducee. He said, I know that works, but I have some words against you. That you are like this and like that. And behold, I come quickly and I'm going to reward you according to your works because you have not fully taking my rulership over you. It's like you have taken part of it and you have taken part of the others. 
You need to change. You need to change. We've got to change. We've got to change. You've got to change. Let's look at the next thing. Let's look at the last bad one. But by that, you are a servant of him. By taking up his rulership over your life, you become his servant. You are only a servant of the one who has authority over you. It's as simple as that. You are only a servant of the one who has authority over you. You are only a servant of the one who has authority over you. Romans chapter 6 verse 16. The Bible says, What then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law but under grace? God forbid. God forbid. Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey, his servants, servants to obey, his servants ye are to whom ye obey, whether sin, whether of sin unto death or obedience unto righteousness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. You become a servant of the Lord if you give yourself to obey his ordinances. That's what Paul was saying there. It's like he was talking to the church because they gave themselves to obey the ordinances of one person. And Paul came and see them and said, ah, Are you people saying that you have come to accept Jesus Christ? And the only person whom you are giving yourself to obey his ordinances are rather the other God. Don't you know that the one you have given yourself to obey, he serves you are. Why are you accepting the rule of bow over you and you are claiming that you are a Christian? Why are you accepting the rule of Babylon over you and you are claiming that you are a Christian? Look, for Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego, and Daniel, it was said of them in the land of Babylon, it was said of them in the, in the, in the land of the king, that they were the sons of God. They were the servants of God. Why? Because they gave themselves to obey everything that was that God had said. And God had a good report of them. Bible says that for Abraham and for all the fathers, the reason why God can test of them that they were his servant is because they give themselves to obey whatever he had told them. We, have, we are not on earth to play. We didn't know. Look, I want to look into the face of Christians and tell them that you didn't come onto this earth to live your own life. You came to live the life of God that God has ordained for you. And if you want to live your own life, then it means that you are out of the way. The only reason why some of us will go to hell is because we have, we have been able to cut for us a certain lifestyles. If they didn't look for him. Let's look at the last thing we close. You get to know him. The last thing is that you get to know him. You get to know him. Yes. You get to know him. You get to know him. Think about it. You get to know him. You get to know him. Look, the only way you can say that you've known a man is when you have given yourself to obey the words of the man, to live by the words of the man. Hallelujah. Look, you can have somebody who is very close to you and a person has been with you so many times. The person should know when you're angry and the person should know when you're happy. So those people, when they are with you, when they are other people, hmm, they will tell that I know my father. I know this man. If you do it this way, he won't be happy. If you do it this way, he will be happy. Why? Because you have given yourself to obey the instructions of the person so much. 
So when you have given yourselves to accept the kingdom of God, the rulership of God, you get to the point of knowing what he accepts and what he doesn't accept. And that point, we are going to make him happy. You know how to make him happy. Hallelujah. You know how to make him happy. I just want us to be on our feet and sing a song and close. Lord, I thirst for you. And I long to be in your presence. My soul will wait on you. Father, draw me around. Draw me around to the beauty of your holiness. Lord, I thirst for you. And I long to be in your presence. My soul will wait on you. Father, draw me nearer. Draw me nearer to the beauty of your home. I will wait on you, Almighty God, in the beauty of your holiness. I will worship you, Almighty God, in the beauty of your I just want you to talk to him. Speak your language to him. My Lord, I need it. I need it of you. More of the times. I need it of you. More of the times. I need it of you. More of the times.